Hello and welcome to this week's roundup episode of the PPC Chat Twitter discussion that happens on Tuesdays at 5 p.m. GMT. I'm your host, Anu, um, of MindSwan and Brain Labs, um, and I use this platform to share not just expert, but also my ideas and um, considered best practices about paid search, especially automation, paid media, and the direction that the digital industry is going in. So if you want to keep up to date with my tips and tricks in the industry or even just get my favorite script of the week, like, comment and follow on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram on my handle MindSwanPPC or just get st- or just to get snippets and quotes from our previous podcast, um, follow our dedicated podcast Instagram page, which is PPCChat underscore Roundup. Um, and also I am putting it out there that, you know, I'm taking reviews for the podcast. So if you're enjoying what you're hearing so far, um, um, unfortunately, yeah, it's only the Apple users or like, yeah, <laughs> iTunes user, Apple, um, Apple iTunes podcast users. I'm not sure what they call it. It's just Apple podcasts even um, that can leave reviews. So if you are an iPhone user, an iPad user, you've got a MacBook, please go on um, the Apple podcasts and leave me a v- review. Just search for PPC chat and you'll see um, the roundup come up. And um, yeah, at the bottom, just go to write a review. Um, so yeah, today wasn't a particularly busy day for me, honestly. And as in, there wasn't so many video chats. There was only really just one at 11 o'clock. And, um, but then one crept up on me at around 5 p.m., uh, meaning I missed um, the chat um, real time, uh, led by our very own Julie Puccini on the topic of PPC platforms. Um, and yeah, I have used so many in the past that has really been actually what I feel has been my USP with any new company I'm like I'm a whiz with technology if you have any platform whatever platform you're using I've already used it or you know it takes me like within days to to get abreast with it um I've used um Dart which was which has now um evolved into DoubleClick and then SA360 um Ignition One Kenshu Marin and yeah some others that I can't even remember um and the one a new one has crept up um from this amazing guy called Greg who has um who I worked with when I was at Essence and um yeah you'll you'll hear all about that and he joined the chat and answered some questions in there as well which I'm really glad to see but before we get into that um we got our quiz of the week so question today is when and we want the full date was double click which is now sa 360 first launched so that's the full date of full date of when double click was first launched but yeah going back into our chat we've got julie going hello and thank you for uh, thank you all for joining her today we're going to be talking about ppc tools it feels like tools are more in need than ever today um yeah tools i need more than ever um lately and um yeah very true because um a lot of functionalities are getting hidden from us so yeah we always need a workaround with it um but yeah just a nice gentle how is your day greg as i mentioned earlier on as he was one of our tools guys um he says he's doing well thank you it's slightly less miserable today in london than it has been for a few days and my birthday is on thursday hey uh, an early happy birthday to you greg um hope everyone else is good um julie goes i'm doing okay doggy daycare is closed due to kennel cough outbreak so we don't have an automatically tired pop 3d 
days this week, having to get creative. Um, Cami goes doing well, the same whirlwind of projects keeping me busy. Yeah, loads of stuff is keeping us busy. Anyway, jumping right into our questions and answers. The first one um, from Julie is, do you use any third party tools to help with your PPC management? I feel everybody needs to. Um, I particularly because I'm CMO, I'm not in, in the, the weeds of the details of doing data analysis. But yeah, SA360 was in my last couple of roles I was in. Oh, um, Google Analytics, those were the two main platforms um, that I'd use. Dan Richardson replies to question one saying, yes, I'm using Azuma. And um, yeah, a guy who I used to work with is actually the chief um, innovator, I think, there. <laughs> and he says it's free now and have said I've used Opteo and Adalysis in the past. Colin Slattery replies, currently using Adalysis, though definitely not to the degree that I should be. I need to learn the platform better. And then we've got Amanda um, of Baumer Marketing saying three PP PPC tools I like, Google Data Studio plus Supermetrics, um, Go Data Feed, which is a handle, and then the Brain Labs. Yay, shout out to my company. Brain Labs Auction Insight Script. Yes, just all this, the Brain Labs scripts is, is one I, I always used to use when I was managing accounts. Um, Chad Kearns replies, um, I'll give Athena a shout out here. Awesome tool for competitive insights on the paid side. It's about as comprehensive as I've seen on the market. I've also found SEM Rush a good one as well. Sean Ellie replies to question one saying the main tools we use are actual management is a feed um, is a feed management tool. Um, yeah, the main tools we use for um, actual management is a feed management tools, but Supermetrics is the one tool I couldn't do my job without. It's key for us in reporting and analyzing data. Kami Karras replies, not really. We mostly use Google-based tools for management and third-party tools for audits. I'd say the only one I use on a daily basis is Supermetrics. And that's a handle. So if you guys want to look for super metrics, that's, that's the handle and you'll be able to find out what they do there. Um, Julie Piccini replies, I'm not using a ton of tools at the moment. And then Greg Asquith replies to question one saying, I used to use in-house tools in my agency life and then built some for said, built some for said agency and now build my own or use scripts. Instead, I, instead, I don't work on any big accounts anymore or yet even Greg, you know, hey. Hope for the future. John Kagan replies to question one saying, I'm big on SA360, but also other little tools like SEM Rush, SpyFu, so that's S P Y F U, and Karuya, so K A R W O Y A. Oh, wow, yeah. Karuya, I know they do um, also um, blog roundups of this, um, I was going to say of the podcast, of the chat itself. Uh, so, yeah, I, but I, that's really all I've known them for. Their blogs didn't realize they were actual too. Um, yeah, so, and then Julia Puccini replies to Greg, you have some really cool stuff. Please feel free to talk about it here. And I'm really glad to see that Julie is a customer as well. Um, so yeah, and Greg replies, thanks, Julie. We'll keep an eye out for relevant spots. Don't want to be a constant self-promo guy. And anyone else, please, please feel free to ask me about anything tool related. I love that. I love that. And then Julie goes on to question two saying, what's, what circumstances make you decide you need a PPC tool? It's just when Google is not giving you the right data. And I feel like, yeah, it can be quite, it's weird to say that when the, the tool you then use is SA360, but I do think that Google has downplayed what Google AdWords can provide and do 
just so that we do use SE360 in terms of especially conversion tracking and, you know, different tests and inventory management and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I do have found that SE360 has so, um, so many great functionalities that Google AdWords didn't have. And also you can pull in Bing data into there as well, which obviously because Google AdWords is all about Google data, you can't really do that. So it's, a, it's, it's good for the reporting and seeing stats from the multiple platforms. So literally tools that allow me to do things faster, you know, remove repetitive tasks and also um, allows me to see as much of the, the channels I'm working on in one place. That's that. Those are my go to tools. Um, and that's, um, yeah, the circumstances that make me decide when we've got a huge account, when conversion tracking is not being shown properly. Yeah, that's that's when I go for a different tool. And then David Bowden replies to question one saying, I've been playing with AdZuma um, since they made it free just to get an idea of capabilities. Use SEM Rush for a lot of planning and competitor analysis too. And then we've got L Chase replying um, to question one saying, yes, I love using Optimizer. No, not even Optimizer, Optimizer. So O-P-T-M-Y-Z-R to help with my account management. So yeah. I love using Optimizer to help with my account management. Sean um, Ellie replies to question two saying, if we cannot easily perform the action ourselves, basically cost or benefit of us spending time to make the tool versus subscription fee for a pre-made tool. We also do this analysis client by client to see if one client could greatly benefit from a specific tool. Um, Kamikaris replies to question two saying, repetitive work and volume of work, the larger the account, the more tools we use, smaller accounts are easier to manage without too much external analysis. And then Julie Bicini replies to question two saying, my main criteria for a tool that I would pay for directly is if it saves time and or and or frees me up to do higher level work. Oftentimes two clients have tools in place that they want to continue to use. So I end up working with them as well. Actually, yeah, a lot of that as well. Um, Amanda of Bauman Marketing replies, tools need to have value. Is the time saving or performance improvements worth the price? If yes, I'm buying. Um, and then we've got Daniel Vardy replying to question one, saying um, optimizer for account management, um, funnel for reporting, looking for a tool for Amazon management. Colin Slattery replies to question two, saying generally time saving is the most important part to me. If a tool can save me even a couple of hours a month, it's going to be worth the cost. L Chase replies saying, I like how some tools you can create rules that help with your workflow. Tools to me have to be one, affordable for your level and two, increase your efficiency. Very fair points, L Chase. Um, Greg replies question two saying, um, I think there's some consensus here, repetitive, not humanly possible tasks and cost benefits analysis are key. I tend to ask people, would you do this more often or start doing it if a tool did some or all of the work for you. And that's, he, that's how he builds his amazing tool called, called Accessible, which is A-D-C-E-S-S-I-B-L-E. Um, Daniel Vardy replies to question two, saying efficiency and scale. We are spending a lot, if not um, a lot of time doing things that should be automated or semi-automated. Um, David Bowden replies saying, yep, it's mostly a time thing. Trying to minimize um, the repetitive task to focus on more important campaign elements. Julie replies to question, uh, Julie goes on to question three even, saying which of your tools is your absolute favorite 
and why. Um, present tense, not many tools I'm, I'm working on. In fact, no tools that I'm working on in terms of PPC management. So I'll leave it to the guys here. Um, Sean Ellie replies to question three. Yes, yeah, saying uh, supermetrics, we do a lot of custom reporting and supermetrics making that fast and easy. Plus, we build a lot of other tools using supermetrics and it makes analysis pulling data across multiple accounts or data sources so quick and easy. I have heard that also actually... Um, merging the use of supermetrics and pulling it into data studio to actually then visualize a lot of your data with graphs has been something people have found very effective to use so yeah you guys might think of doing that daniel vardy replies to question three saying i personally hate reporting more than any anything don't we all i like analyzing it so i like seeing it in excel but in terms of like yeah putting it together and also it's just that whole client contact and client communication can get a little bit tedious um he goes i understand it helps the clients but it's just boring because i know the accounts so funnel and gds to make that process faster is my favorite so yeah because we know the, the accounts if we see the data we know what's performing but yeah we know that we need that client communications and um yeah if you can do it create a template that shows you the data or use your formulas to actually pull that data a lot faster. That's really cool. And then we have Kami Karras replying to question three saying, as mentioned, Supermetrics is the one and only tool I don't think I could live without for our SEM and PPC work. Jordan Stark replies to question two saying, I do a cost benefit analysis and see if it's worth it really. If it makes my life easier and then benefits is a greater that." and then benefits is a greater than the cost i'm up for it um i'll say that again i do a cost benefit analysis and see if it's worth it really if it makes my life easier and then benefits is greater than the cost i'm up for it yeah very good point l chase replies question three saying um optimizer is still my favorite tool outside of using analytics the big reason is the time savings i get um daniel vadi as well then replies um to that um in reply to l chase talking about optimizer saying it's starting to get into amazon as well still a long way to go but there's hope and um, daniel replies yes optimizer is all right there they need a lot of work we are vetting amazon tools right now i like selix as a tool but we need more clients on amazon to make sense for us mm, interesting um and then yeah we've got um jordan stark again replying to question three saying i don't know if i could say favorite but i like keyword everywhere right now i like kw i imagine i don't think he's actually meaning keyword um but i like kw everywhere right now it's cheap and it makes it easy easy to see related search terms collect them and export them um and so, yeah, John Kagan then replies to question two, saying 99% of the time it is competitive or new business work. Um, and then he, Julie just mentions a comment there saying, I'm keeping a running list of all of these tools and will include links to them in the recap post. And then we have John Kagan replying to question four saying, I stopped using the Microsoft advertising forecasting tool, found the numbers to be too unrealistic. And yes, like you, I'm thinking, when did Anu mention question four? So yes, I'll go to <laughs> I'll go to the tweet where Julie gives question four. Uh, she says, are there any tools that you have tried and ended up stopping using? Why? Um, yeah, and similar to John Kagan, I wouldn't necessarily say I stopped using Microsoft Advertising. Um, I've just stopped using 
Yeah. Well, yeah, stop using that platform. Do not look like using the platform. Always prefer using seeing the stats through SA360. Um, and But yeah, I use Google Ads more than uh, Microsoft Advertising, definitely, when I was in, in that kind of work. Um, Daniel Vardy replies to question four, saying we switched from Supermetrics, Supermetrics to Funnels and GDS because we found it easier for us. We decreased use of SEM Rush because results are meh. We stopped using or recommending using third-party bidding tools because if you wanted automated bidding you can just use the channels to be honest um and then yeah we've got um yeah tim jenton replying to that saying would agree on sem rush and spy foo um, and other competitive research tools always have been far from perfect but quality of the data you get back seems to have gone downhill cami replies to question uh, to that saying um would agree we only use sem rush for basic initial competitive competitor analysis and seo not for ppc management at all tim jensen replies yes those types of tools still have value for high level looks at competitors sometimes finding new keywords and such so yeah seo rush i feel still think is the go-to um for competitive tools colin slattery replies to question four saying we'll second what daniel says here with regards to seo rush um i still use it but not for ppc stuff since i find it to be close to useless for ppc stuff Stuff. I did also try Opteo, so the O-P-E-T-E-O. Back in the day, it was fine, but was heavily skewed towards SCAG, so single um, keywords ad groups, which is less a thing these days. Thank God for that. Sean Ellie replies to question four, saying um, we have used different tools in the past, but found Supermetrics is best for us. Also have tried a few different feed management tools. Would be interested if anyone really likes their feed tool. What are you using? Um, what are you using? Um, and then, yeah, we've got... Um yeah, a string here because John Kagan had replied to question three saying there's no single one I absolutely love. I had to be truly neutral. It's going to be Excel. Woohoo. Yay for Excel. Of course, I use Excel for everything, so I don't even think about it being a tool. Um, El Chase replies saying the real winner is Excel. I sometimes take it for granted. We all do. Um, Cami Karras replies, well, Excel and Google Sheets are both a given for data whores like us. I don't know. Still Excel over Google Sheets. Google Sheets still annoys me. Um, Tim replies, agree my one piece of advice to be earlier to my earlier self would be would have been to learn to do more in excel sooner excel is why i got into ppc so i was already on that track julie replies uh, julie then gives us question five saying what is your biggest obstacle to finding and or using ppc tools um yeah it's it, with the cost of it some of them are just too expensive and you think to yourself how am i going to convince um you know my account manager or the head of marketing to sign off um, us paying for this tool so it's most of the time the cost of it i'm just not sure that the benefits would out outweigh the cost daniel vardy replies too many of them and too many channels to vet quickly also channels keep making changes to their capabilities so what has great what was great before may not work well now or in the future Jenny replies to question five saying the cost then for reporting or dashboard tools the main hang-up is the arduous setup process to get all of our accounts switched over and all channels integrated that's a very fair point Julie replies cost is probably the biggest factor in adoption or use of a tool many are quite interesting but the cost is hard to justify for non-enterprise level accounts John Kagan replies in a very nice and succinct answer that summarizes all what we've said 
money. Um, and then, yeah, get moving on. <laughs> We've got Colin Slattery going. I think Feedonomics is great, but it's extremely expensive for smaller stores in my experience. $500 per month for small brand is a tough sell. Yes, I use Data Feed Watch a lot with smaller brands and it's a solid. Um, and yeah, and this is our... Um, in reply to Daniel Vardy, where he was like, thank you for reminding me, we recommend our clients use Feedonomics. Um, and that's because Sean Ellie had asked, um, saying that he'd be interested if anyone really likes their feed tool, what they're using. Um, and then he, yeah, replies to like the, the expensive 500 per month from Feedonomics that Colin replied, uh, that mentioned in his comments. Um, and Sean replied saying, yeah, we used to use Feedonomics across the board, but prices continue to go up as we have noticed a drop in support that's stupid doesn't make sense for clients with less um skus i've recently been looking at data feed watch thanks for the recommendation um Jenny replies yes 100 i'd love to have feedonomics but can't use them due to the high cost do you have any other tools you'd recommend that are comparable and cheaper colin replies data feed watch so that's one word data feed watch um it's like 50 dollars per month it's good and their support is friendly helpful and fast and a thank you from jenny and then l chase replies question five saying the biggest hurdle i have found was tools being able to do what they say they can actually do on price a lot of the tools are priced for big agencies and not freelancers or small agencies very true um kamikaris replies to question five saying available time <laughs> lol and then we've got Colin replying to question five saying onboarding time. I'm generally not concerned about the cost as far as the monthly price is concerned. I'm much more concerned about how many hours it's going to take to learn how to use the software efficiently versus the time saving. David Bodin replies justifying the cost plus no company wants to be a guinea pig and it can be difficult to explain wasted budget if the tool doesn't help. So yeah, if the tool are really brand new and you put a very high intro cost yeah, I don't think you're really going to get much users to it. Julie then goes on to question six saying, do you pass the cost of tool subscription onto clients? If so, how build into your costs? Um, a technology fee, pass the actual subscription cost along or something else. Um, my experience has always been that I join um, a company or start working with a client and they already have a platform being used. So it's always part of the tech fee. Um, Tim Jensen replies, yes, technology fee added to invoices. Kirk Williams replies to question five saying cost, but specifically switching costs, trying to fit learning a new system that may or may not prove beneficial over time into my existing schedule is a, is a significant impairment for me in finding new tools. Sam replies to question four saying lots of stuff, everything from social listening platforms to bid management tools. Most of the time, it just doesn't deliver the value it purports. Pur pots. Uh, <laughs> even that's a very funny word tongue twisting word so p-u-r-p-o-r-t-s poor ports um or it ends up causing more problems than it solves um john kagan replies no overhead cost in reply to six sam replies to six saying we don't generally we're extremely transparent with all clients about which tools we license provide to clients as part of our standard fees again he goes we don't generally we're extremely transparent with all clients about which tools we license plus provide to clients as part of our standard fees if the client requests a tool different from those offered, then we'd pass that cost on to the client. 
Kirk replies to question six saying we have not historically done so. Um, we bake it into our normal costs. I'm not strongly for or against hair, just how we've done it. And I like simple pricing. Um, Jordan, Jordan Stark replies to question five saying accessibility. It takes a lot of time to get acquainted or to get through the learning process. Sometimes it's just not worth it or it is. And I just haven't had the time. I'm taking some names, though, and have promised myself that I'm going to take a look. Good on you, Jordan. Um, Cami replies to question six, saying yes and no. We build advanced resource, resources costs into our more aggressive packages, but that's more based on skilled people who can use the tools rather than the cost of the tools we use. Um, Sam replies to question six, given a second answer to question six, saying, however, if a sufficient number of clients, so three to five, starts to get noticed, ask for a specific tool or functionality, then we'll look at ways to meet that need for clients and add it to our existing suite of tools. Um, so yeah, I'll say that answer again, starting from part one and part two. So he had started with his answer to question six, saying we don't generally, we're extremely transparent with all the clients about which tools we license, plus provide to clients as part of our standard fee. If the client requests a tool different from those of offered, then we'd pass that cost on to the client. However, and this is part two, if a sufficient number of clients, three to five, starts to get noticed, ask for a specific tool or functionality, then we'll look at, um, at ways to meet that need for clients and add it to our existing suites of tools. And then Julie then goes on to answer question six, saying her, um, herself saying, I have seriously been considering adding a technology fee to project costs, particularly those with ongoing monthly management work. El Chase replies to question six, saying tool costs are part of doing business, so I do not pass them along. If I had a larger agency, I will do a tech fee, though, as it would be as it would get expensive. Yeah, definitely. If a client wants a specific tool outside what I have to offer, I will have them pay for that tool, though. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, it can become as part of your work and your service and you have a regular um, bunch of clients. Yeah, you just make it one whole fee and make sure the tech fee is within that fee. Sean Ellie replies to question six going, depends on the tool. Something we use across clients like SEM Rush or Supermetrics? No. Something specific for that client like whole rail or data feed management? Yes. But we usually get them a better price than they would on their own and have it as a separate line item. Yeah, that's some good negotiating there. Um, and then, yeah, Julie then replies to El Chase, where El Chase had says, um, yeah, tool costs are a part of doing business, so I do not pass them along. Um, and Julie replies, some tools are better off in clients' own accounts too, like call tracking, for example. And yeah, El Chase agrees with that 100%. And then going on to our last question of the day, um, Julie asks um, in, with question seven saying, what do you wish there was a tool for and a feature in um, in an existing tool for these days? And this is where I actually jumped in saying that uh, a team building activity prevented me from answering any questions any more than um, this question. But um, I would say that a tool that can get us better functionality with match types plus give us some more data and uh, give us our SQR insight back. Like seriously, I wanted to be able to use exact match properly, exact phrase and all the different match types properly. And um, yeah, give us our SQR insights back in terms of like, yeah, the stats 
of how many conversions, which search terms has delivered, which costs and conversions. Um, yeah, if only we could jump over the API um, that will be preventing us to do that. I'm sure at the moment that would be a great. Um, but yeah, we've got Daniel Vardy replying to question six saying never for management like optimizer or reporting, but they pay directly for feed management or call tracking. So if they leave, they can go with them. Um, and then Daniel Vardy replies to question seven saying, I wish a tool that can manage or report all my channels together for everything. It's a lot to ask for. <laughs> and a very fair point made um, by Julie here when uh, Sean had said, depends on the tool. Um, something we use across clients like SEMrush, no, something specific for that client like Core Rail Data, Data Feed Management, yes, but we usually get them a better price than they would on their own um, and then have a separate line. Julie then replies to that saying, um, contractual note here, make sure you have a very clear language on in your contracts about outside services you might set up and or manage on behalf of your clients, payment terms, termination, transferability of account, etc. Trust me on this one. Sean replies, good note, we always have clients set up these accounts and link to us or provide us access after setting up and have a thorough offboarding process to make sure clients are aware of the service or fee changes. And then in reply to question seven, we've got Sam going, it's more about centralization for me than it's about specificity or niche solutions. For example, I love SEMrush because they've integrated a number of features together. Ditto for Supermetrics. They work with data from hundreds of platforms, makes life easier. Um, Sean Ellie replies to question seven saying, automatically keeping an eye on Google's automatic changes and opting out if we haven't opted in. That's a very good one. Plus, going through opportunities tab to list recommendations and deny to help our optimization score. Yeah, if we can do one that just does that automatically, that would be great. Um, and then, yeah, we've got Cami Karras replying to question seven saying something that would deal with those pesky Google recommendations. So similar to what Sean has says, um, like evaluating the thousands of suggested keywords against our accounts, negative keywords or keywords in other campaigns. Wow, would I pay for that? Also flipping the suggestions for redundant keywords. Um, Julie replies question seven saying management of Facebook ad comments that is simple, easy and all in one place. L Chase replies saying I will piggyback on something that could review all the Google recommendations if there are any actual gold nuggets. I also would like reporting that is easy to connect all accounts to get together to get put together for clients easily and affordably. Yep. I think that's wishful thinking. Um, Tim Jensen replies, offline bulk editors for platforms that don't have them, like LinkedIn, I imagine, and Facebook. Julie commented on that answer. And that pretty much brings us to the end of the chat. But before we go, I will mention uh, a comment that Greg Asquit, so that's um, Greg and then A-S-Q-U-I-T-H. He's one to follow. Um, he mentioned um, a thanks to Julie, where he goes, thanks, Julie, and all this week's topic was super valuable for me. Definitely going away to look at ways to deal with Google recommendations. So yes, that's a very good one because he does this amazing, have this amazing tool. Again, it's, um, he goes, last plug from me, I run a platform that's built to hold custom PPC tools 
for a few platforms at Accessible. So that's A-D-C-E-S-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. Please do feel free to shoot me any questions about tools or APIs. And I'm always looking for beta users who get some cool stuff, I think, for free. <laughs> Sam goes, ooh, free stuff. I like free stuff as long as it's good free stuff. And he goes, well, I'll cross my fingers and um, you can be the judge. Here's some videos. He uh, sends a link to the um, LinkedIn um, the LinkedIn profile. So yeah, look for Accessible on LinkedIn as well. Uh, he goes, I only launched Softly in July, so I usually give two months free to play around to submit feature requests for specific accounts built so you get standard tools and your own specifics. So yeah, if you want to use the tool, you can then even give recommendations on how um, it should improve. Um, and then, yeah, that brings us to the end of our chat. Those are all the answers I'll give out uh, for today. Um, but actually, no, from last one from John Kagan, <laughs> which I'm just fine here, where he goes, I don't know if I'd call it a tool, but for the search, oh, geez, I'd like the old Yahoo competitor bid tool back. Wow. Yeah, I don't even remember that one. Do you guys remember that one? That's a very, very proper OG one. Probably even before I started, maybe. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, so yeah, I hope you've really enjoyed that chat. But before I leave you today, we have got our um, quiz of the day to answer. Drum roll, please. So the question was, when did DoubleClick, when is the full date of when DoubleClick got first launched? DoubleClick is now SA360. So when was it launched? And our answer is... 24th of February 1996 and even on Google it goes New York New York US so yeah in case you're wondering what location it was launched from <laughs> so yes so I hope you got that yeah so uh, yeah double click has been around for quite a long time and it's now really morphed into something you know much more useful bringing loads of platforms into it and loads of different functionalities anyway so I hope you have found this talk very useful um and hope you found gotten some great takeaways from it some tips in terms of what tools you should be using um, and if you want to chat about this topic or any paid media or data analysis solutions do get in touch with me by sending me an email at hello at mindswan.com or just go on to my uh, mindswan.com forward slash ppc chat and you'll get all the links as to um, how you can connect with me so that'll be on facebook instagram or twitter and please right now also remember to um, review my podcast if you are using apple podcast so if you've got an iphone or ipad or macbook um uh, yeah just go into um to the bottom of like just search for ppc chat go to the bottom of it and go write reviews um and i really i'd really appreciate that anyway so remember for your campaigns and businesses to glide smoothly there's a lot of hard work needed beneath the surface so keep your swans kicking bye <laughs>